Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Badano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Hello guys, uh, welcome to Sarcastic Remarks. This is the after game re- review for game number seven against the Calgary Flames. Maybe I should say the Dallas Otters now instead of the <laughs> Stars. Um, stars lose, unfortunately, tonight. By a final score of three to two, with about four minutes remaining in the opening period of overtime. Let's go ahead and bring in Chris and James here tonight, guys. Uh, what a really hard game to lose! I, 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 especially after that second period, when they when they were not able to to capitalize on their chances. I just I had a feeling, I had a feeling that. They just had too many chances that they didn't capitalize on, and the Stars were going to take advantage of that. And for the most part, they 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 took advantage of a couple of opportunities. A lot of players stepped up in this game, which is why this game was closer than it even was. But obviously, there's all the attention should deservedly go to Jake Ottinger. Not Markstrom, not Grujo, not Kachuk. Yeah. Jake Ottinger. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah that he is an absolute god, and I'll steal the words of Josh Bogorod because that's going to continue to echo through my head through the rest of the summer. He's not human. He is absolutely not freaking human. Uh, what, what's y'all's takeaways from this game tonight, you guys? I mean, Otter is the MVP of the entire first round for the entire NHL. He was the best player without a doubt. I mean, he's crazy. And let me remind you, this summer, we went out of our way to get another goalie. We had three we had three goalies above Jake Ottinger. And we showed no faith in him. We didn't want him in the NHL this year. Jim Nill tried everything he could to make sure he wouldn't see the NHL. And we he comes out in this game, in this series, in in this in the season, honestly. I mean, we we got better in the season after Ottinger started becoming our goalie. 
and he proves why he should have been the starter and he he's taken the net and it's his net for however long he will stay with the stars which i i praise for his entire career because it, he he's amazing and the fact that he gives us a performance like this after our organization tries to not let him play because that's what we did nil tried to not let him play this season in the nhl and he comes out with a performance like this and almost single-handedly pushes us to the second round it's it's crazy he he is one of the best stars players to play it's it's absolutely crazy we're talking about this dude this dude is 23 he is the youngest goaltender in the playoffs dude and he just put on the best performance a stars goaltender has ever had in a playoff series yeah i mean and and i agree with you james and that eclipses two things in my mind and we and, and they talked about it during the broadcast that playoff series alone was better than every single performance by Anton Hudobin in the 2020 bubble playoffs. And it was better than the performance by Marty Turco, who had three shutouts and lost the freaking series back in 2007, 2008. One of those playoff seasons. And it's yeah, better that, than that the exact the mirror. Single, that is it's- the single-handed best performance by any goaltender in recent memory on any team. There's no doubt in my mind. And, and this game is almost an exact mirror of Blues Game 7. I mean, with, when Ben Bishop held us in the game the entire time, we come down in overtime, we played the better overtime. I mean, we really did. We, we were the better team in that overtime. But uh, like we were saying when we were watching it, it, it doesn't matter who the better team is in this overtime. It, it only matters who scores that next goal. So it, it's crazy how we could how Ben Bishop playing in that game is the best goaltender performance I had ever seen in my life until tonight. And Otter just eclipsed it. That's the best goaltending performance I have ever seen, ever, and probably will ever see. And, and you, this, know, you know what's funny is that coming out of this series, everyone's going to talk about Jay Gottinger. I mean, yeah, the Flames won the series and everything, and that's great and everything for them. But he's, he's the story of the first round. He's the story of this playoff series. And I, I think he's going to get m- way more name recognition across the NHL now. Everyone's going to know who Jake Ottinger is, especially after that Game 7 performance. And, the, yeah. and the, the guy's never played a playoff series in his life in the NHL, and he put on a, a performance like that. I mean, that, that's like, uh, I don't know if y'all know who Ken Dryden is, but Ken Dryden, as a rookie, took the Montreal Canadiens to the Stanley Cup Finals. And, I, I mean, it, it was shades of that, the greatest – goaltending performance series I've ever seen. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, how many saves did he end up making tonight? 62? 60. 60. Just stupid. Absolutely stupid. And just the last couple of things to mention on this game before we move on is we could have easily won this game too. I mean, we're playing this game without an entire line. We lost Foxa. We lost Glenn Denning. That's where your face-offs went tonight. So, it looks like the Stars didn't win a lot of faceoffs. We did win a lot of faceoffs for losing those two guys. And then we lose Rope Hintz, our second leading goal scorer. The fact that this game is even close and that after it all, we somehow feel like we should have won is is crazy. 100% due to Otter. And, man, I, I, I feel like I want to get on negative stuff. Like, we got to bear those chances. But, I mean, it's the end of the season. We can't get on that right now. But Otter deserved better is, 
is, is the final word on this game, I think. Just to give you the the save percentages in each game that Otter had, he oh, played geez. he played all seven games the entire time. He, I'm sorry, give me a second. I think he ends up with like a 954 save percentage all combined. My God, which is <laughs> absolutely insane. I mean, he gets the shutout in game two. He has a 951 in game three, a 943 in game four, a 935 in game five, a 947 in game six, and then tonight he ends with a 955. Yeah. And he loses. And he loses. And he loses. <laughs> That's the Dallas Stars way. He didn't get below 935 the entire series. And lost four out of seven games. That's amazing. He's going to be a great goalie. And I saw a tweet from, from Bruce Levine. He's going to win us a Stanley Cup. I mean, I, I think there's no doubt there. Got to get some more goal support for him, though. Yeah, and, so. Know, uh, and and, and well, while I'm thinking about it, before I forget, shout out to Owen Newkirk, who was not able to cover this game tonight because he tested positive for COVID. So just shout out to Owen there. And man, that, that, that absolutely sucks to not get a chance to do the post, the intermissions in the post game after a game like this. So I, I'm sure he's raving right now. He's upset as, as to why he's not able to, 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 you know, cover this game tonight. But anyways, go ahead, Chris. Yeah. I'm just moving on from this game. It, and we show the young players in this game that were so outstanding. I mean, Delandria, Kivy. So good. Just coming in freezing cold and so, so much impact in today's game. Delandra almost scored multiple times. He basically had an assist on the first goal. And that's crazy. And that's not even the guys that we're most excited about. We have three, three prospects who are leading their respective leagues in points per game. And this sucks. It hurts like crap right now, especially just, just for Otter. But, I mean, looking at how good of a team we can have, what's coming down the pipeline, and the stuff that's weighing us down on, on contracts, and we're still able to push one of the best teams in the league to the breaking point, literally to the breaking point, as far as you can go without losing. It, that's, that's worth something. I mean, it, it's, not, it's not the season we wanted. The regular season was very bad, but... This playoff series, you can't ask for much more. I mean, the, the stars played their hearts out, and what we what we've got coming next year is is going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure it's with all of y'all too. I mean, the game ended like 20 minutes ago, and my heart rate is still like so fast right now. Like the game yeah. was incredible to watch. Mostly because of Otter. It felt like every time that like, okay, the flame scored. Okay, the flame scored. No, no, every time Otter's there, every time he's lunging across the crease, he's getting that glove save on him. He's tipping it just wide. It was absolutely unreal to watch that game. I mean, it it's it it's it sucks that we did lose. I I I think I'm not as upset as y'all too, just because I had so much fun this year. I mean, this is my, really, this was like my first year as like a super 
I'd say hardcore hockey fan this year. It was my first year as a hardcore hockey fan. And it was so much fun all the way through it. And it was sick. You're welcome. It was our fault. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how you guys felt about this game, but especially after we scored the first goal, I, th- I thought for sure we were going to win this game. Because I, 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 the odds were completely against us. Wrote by hints, game time decisions, not able to go. Luke Glendinning, one of our best face-off guys, is not able to go. We survived the second period somehow, getting outshot 26 to 4. And Otter not he doesn't even stand on his head. He he stands on his head while floating at the same time. And then we're able to to, to you know able to get that second goal to go back up two to one. And then we come out in the first overtime, and I thought we were the better team in the first 10 minutes of the first overtime. We were the better team in the third period, and we were the better team in the overtime overall, in my opinion. And that's what's so crazy about how how similar this game is to the Blues game, in my opinion. Because exactly the ha- same thing happened in the Blues game, is we start pushing in that second overtime, Ben almost scores that goal, and then I'm just filled with so much hope. I'm like... Bishop is going to do it. He's going to steal the series. And after that last sequence from Otter where his stick goes out of his hands and he makes four of the biggest saves I've ever seen in my life, I was like, there's no way. There's no way he's losing. And, and it took a lucky shot from from Gaudreau to finish it. I mean, it was. The, the puck's on in. There, there's no way he, he's he's – I mean, he's trying to get that. But – it's on end. No, no way he, he, he does that. I mean, give him that shot 50 times. He probably makes it five times. It's that's crazy. And the shots tonight literally had to be perfect in order to be out in jerk. All three of the shots, all three shots were top corner, every single one. Well, and the, uh, especially the tip by Tyler DeFoley was absolutely fantastic. And then what are the chances that, Matthew Kachuk, who hasn't scored all series, happens to score the second goal. And then Johnny Gurdjieff, who's been relatively invisible when it comes to goal scoring. He, I mean, he's been there, especially, uh, you know, putting up, racking up the assists and everything like that. But And then he puts it away for the Calgary Flames. It's just... It, the, the, the feeling I have right now, you guys, is I'm completely devastated, obviously. I mean, who, who wouldn't be after watching a game like that? And I'm I'm devastated for more importantly Jake Ottinger more than anybody, but I I can't help but not feel mad. I'm 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 not mad. I mean I, I know that there are some things that we could talk about. You know the power play wasn't very good in this series. We had our opportunities. Uh, Suter, especially the last two games, has looked really bad to me. Not, not even talk about it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was- but but the the thing we can look at is the fact that there were a lot of good players that played extremely well and really stood up to the challenge tonight despite the players we were missing. I mean, when you there was a, a whole list of players that I mentioned on Twitter. I don't know if you guys saw it, but I mean, it it was several several players, and I mean, it was players that you wouldn't expect to to be super noticeable in the game, but they were. And so here's just it, the, the people that I mentioned. Go for it, yeah. So, and, and it was it was seven. Obviously, Otter was the first one, duh. And then I put Studenich, Nemesnikov, Haskinen, Raffle, Delandria, 
Peterson. Not the guys you would expect to be stepping up. And maybe that was the reason why we lost the game. We didn't get the, the people stepping up like we wanted to. But all of those, especially those last six, because we already knew about Otter. That was duh. But, I mean, student each? Delandria? Hasn't played a, he's played, played one NHL game the entire season and he comes in in a game seven situation and he's able to make plays and look as good as he did. And I Peterson, mean, the breakaway almost seals it. Yeah. Kibby Ronson, a great play. All, all, all since he's been in the series, he's played amazing. Robo and hits a post. I mean, Pavelski has post. chances. Haskinen hits two posts. Two, yeah. yeah. And that's just, it's our young guys is, is what, is what I, focused on this game is our young players were thrown into a terrible situation. I mean, how hard is it? Like you said, Ryan, your second NHL game of the season and you're thrown in freezing cold into game (laughs) seven against one of the best team, one of the top four teams in the league. They won their division and you played that amazing. I mean, he was one of the most dangerous players on the ice for us. And just next season, I mean, we've got some dead weight coming off the cap. We've got these young players coming up. We have a for sure number one goalie now. I mean, I mean, if he starts out in the AHL next year, I mean, I, then everyone's just fired. <laughs> but <laughs> there's no chance. There's no chance yeah. in heck he's starting the AHL next season. No chance. But you go from the Stars are in a bad place. I mean, you you have nine dollars tied up in two players that aren't that aren't your top guys anymore. I mean, that's horrible. But we re-signed Pavelski to a team friendly contract. Robo's going to get paid this year, but it's not going to be $9 million. And even if he does get $9 million, he's going to score more. <laughs> Hints is still on a good deal for us. We've got Deadweek coming off. We've got our young oh, yeah. young defenseman coming up. There is, there is so much potential for this team to be so good next year and moving forward. And it, it's just crazy how transitory this season was. Like, to be in such a bad spot, like – cap wise and standing wise in the beginning of the season and then to claw all the way back get into the wild card spot and then play a great series where the young guys and the future of your team is shown off and that i didn't think i would have hope after a, a game seven loss in the first round but the, the biggest thing i have is hope for this team in the future and i mean i i wasn't feeling good i thought we would have to be bad for a while but i don't think this team's gonna be bad we're gonna come back better next year so it's, you go ahead james go ahead it, it's I, I i didn't know what gurry Onam's contract looked like either uh gurry con gurry's contract ended this year too right that's yep. a uh, that's I've, I've got it pulled up so it's so a we can five million dollar contract as well and then you got also radulov coming off of a five million dollar contract you got 10 million in cap space you gotta expect at least at, you're, you're probably expecting half of that to go to to Robo, right? More yeah. than that. Yeah, More than that, at least. Yeah. And so, then it's like so, there's so much that we can do in this offseason. And you have room to get people, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With all that stuff coming off, Klingberg, after this series and the year he had, Klingberg's not coming back. And if he's coming back, he's getting paid less than five. But, I mean, we, we, have, we have so much room for people to get paid, to bring in new people. I mean, who doesn't want to play for a goalie like Otter after that series? I mean, if if you if you want to win in in the next five years, you better come to the Dallas Stars. So here's an interesting thing that I wanted to point out. Gary Onoff 
and Delandria both got into the game before Alexander Radulov, which is extremely interesting to me because I understand that, you know, Radulov hasn't been playing good, but it's, it's interesting that bonus put in Delandria before Radulov. And I mean, I think that says a lot about, you know, bonus moving well, forward. Possibly, I think that Actually, says a lot about Radulov checking out. I mean, he's he's not in, he's not but on. Also, Delandria was going to be put in over Gurionov as well. Actually, it was over it was no no Delandria was going in for Glendinning. Gurionov wasn't going to play. Yeah, until if, Hintz if Hintz got Hintz was yeah, going to play. Yeah. yeah, so Delandria was going to be favored over both Radulov and Gurion. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really, I just thought that was really interesting and th- something that we should point out because it, for as good as he's been for the Dallas Stars, it really sucks to see Alexander Radulov go out on a note like this because uh, well, he didn't get that opportunity to play in a game seven because of the way he played in previous games. Yeah. And uh, this is the last we're going to see of Alexander Radulov. So. Well, it's his, it's his own fault. He wears his emotion on his sleeve, and there's nothing there. I mean, he's he, mentally he's back in Russia. So if he wants to be there, go for it. So here is, and, and we're not going to do a full off-season preview right now, but this is just looking at Cap Friendly right now and the players that are RFAs and UFAs this upcoming summer. And we hadn't even considered it because I really thought we were going to win this game, but... Here's who we got. Um, Alexander Radulov, he made six and a quarter, James. He made over wow. uh, six million. So he, that's coming off the books, and he will not be returning to the Dallas Stars. I feel very confident in saying that. Um, Dennis Kirianov, w- what is he worth? Do the Stars keep him? Do the Stars let him go? Uh, Michael Rothwell, after that playoff series and the way that he ended this the regular season, he better come back. Uh, Vlad Nemestikov. Uh, the way that he played just in game seven alone uh, warrants discussion on whether he should return. Uh, Jason Robertson, if the, he's going to bank, he's going to bank. He's an RFA along with Dennis Garyanov. So uh, those guys should be returning to the stars, but we'll see if uh, get about Garyanov. Um, Marion Studenich, you know, young 23 year old guy. Is, is there's, is there some offensive upside in that? Um, defenseman, uh, John Klingberg, is he going to be re-signed? There's still that glimmer of hope that some people have that he's going to return to the stars. And now, uh, Jim Nell has a really hard conversation to have with him and what he thinks he might be worth. Um, Andre Sekera, who I, I don't think will be returning to the stars. The stars never used him once in the, in the playoffs this season. And then obviously you've got Jake Ottinger who, I mean, he, he should bank. I mean, I mean, he absolutely should bank. He is an RFA. And then you got Scott Wedgwood and Braden Holtby, both who are both UFAs. So who who do the stars bring out out of those two guys? I mean, there's a ton of questions to be looking at with this stars roster. And now Jim Nell's real job now gets started at at this point, but you know, right before the draft and then, you know, through this off season and seeing what he can do with this roster and, who deserves what and who goes, who stays and And, all that stuff. And just you saying that, I just think of all the potential you have. I mean, you can go get a top six guy, a a real solid top six guy, a top three guy with, with the cap space we have right now. I mean, you really can. 
And if we don't go out and get three veterans again, we have all the, all the roster space for our young guys to come in for Harley to be a, a mainstay. I mean, for Delandria to come in for one of the three league leaders to come in and make an impact. I mean, this is going to be a very exciting off season for the stars. And even no matter, even if nothing happens, we just leave the cap space just for future considerations. I'm happy just with playing our young guys. I mean, and I think we have so much, so much potential there. And I'm, I'm just, I'm so excited for it. Like I said, the, the, the main word that sticks for me is hope, hope for next year. James, what are your thoughts as I read those names and, Christian talks about those three guys that that look well, like they're going to be stars in the NHL. Yeah, I mean we're we're looking at people who I feel like have been on the stars for a while. A lot a lot of them have tapered off completely. Did not do a lot in the regular season. Didn't do a lot in the in the season series either. I mean, a lot of those contracts. It's it's you're you're okay with seeing go honestly almost all of them i think yeah except for the obvious rfas <laughs> yeah well and then i think the biggest question of all of this is does rick bonus return <laughs> hey hockey fans the pursuit for the stanley cup is finally on and DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nhl has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in all of sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win. Like for me, it's going to be the Dallas Stars. And get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. No. I hope not. The way you're going to want to play the young guys that are coming up, they're all offensive guys. These are not two-way guys. These are not Rick bonus players. Um, I mean, Rick, he might retire. There's been thoughts that there's been talk about that. But even if he doesn't, he, he should not be given another contract. I mean, I know mm-hmm. we talked about he technically has one of the best years in the past 10 years for the stars points wise. That's, that's a silly argument. That's obviously due to the way the league was this year. I mean, the first wild card spot is not one of the best seasons for the stars. It obviously isn't. We know that that's a silly argument. The complete offensive fall off from a lot of players. That's not all luck. I mean, they might not be playing great, but there's a common denominator there. It's obviously a rig bonus. He's playing the system, and it almost beat the Flames. You'll give him credit for that. It, it works very well for, for the playoffs. But, I mean, if we didn't have Jay Cottinger playing the way he was, this would yeah, have been a five-game series. <laughs> and on, on the point of bonus, I mean, there were there were multiple times in, in the series where 
where it what's the Calgary's head coach Sutter. name? Sutter. You, you could see that Sutter had made like adjustments in the TV timeouts, and there was never an answer from Bonus. Like it was yeah. it was never during a, a period. It was never during games. He was getting out coached a whole game, and Otter basically just held him in. I think that's true, James. It's it's and it's and it's not it's not like Bonus is like the worst coach in the world either. I mean, he's obviously proven that by getting to the playoffs twice and then making a good run in 2020 and then having a great series here in 2022. It's I just don't think he's going to be a reason why your team is going to be playing better. Yep. Oh, Ryan, you're muted. Well, I've got a, I've got a question for y'all. So as we summarize this season, obviously the regular season wasn't exactly what we had hoped, but after this series, what is this season to you? Is this a success of a season or is this a failure? It's a success for one reason and one reason only. It's because Jake Ottinger finally got his shot and proved to the world that he will win the Vesna at some point in his career. He didn't get his shot. He stole his shot. He took That's the insane. reins by literally we talked about survivor he literally got rid of all the other goaltenders on the team and took and took it and that's the only way he got it <laughs> and he's obviously better than all of them and it took injuries to all three of them for it to happen and it's ridiculous it's for for me this season is from what we were expecting from the stars at the beginning of the season it's a loss from what we were expecting halfway through the season it's a it, to, to me, it's more of a jackpot. I was not even expecting the Stars to make it into the playoffs, let alone do anything once they made it there. I mean, they took them all the way to Game 7. It, that was the most exciting game ever. I mean, you can't ask for more from from what you were – from when you're expecting nothing from them. Yeah. So, And I'm going to give it – I'm going to give it a, a success. I mean, when you look at it, we have $19 million that are tied up in two players that aren't producing where they should, not even close. And to have as good a team as we had that almost beat one of the best teams in the league with that much dead cap space, and that's not even mentioning Radulov, Gurionov, Klingberg, Suter. It's not even then part of the dead week only 19 million dollars and two players who are decent for us i mean so much dead cap on this team and we still have the best the best series in, in the best series loss for a team in round one i mean that that's that, that that's all i can ask for with with that much dead weight on the cap but it's coming off next year so the expectations are, are raised Definitely. And I, I really think that Tyler Sagan and Jamie Ben, they they need to step up their game. For this and I, I think I, I and I think the answer is, I mean, because they're gonna be here either way. No one's gonna take their contracts right now. Their value is very low because they didn't produce like they have been the past couple of years. 
and because of their cap hit. Their cap hit is just huge. And no movement so, clause. <laughs> so Jim Nill has I think the answer if you're Jim Nill is that you don't take bonus back and you go out and find somebody that can pull out the best out of those two guys and find a balance between the two. I mean, we have seen two coaches in Dallas Stars current history that have been complete opposite. We saw the the Lindy Ruff era where we were the best team in the Western Conference, but we had absolutely no defense, no goaltending. And now we have most of the mad defense, but amazing goaltending and a defensive system that that could work if we had more firepower. But we didn't have enough firepower because of the way that the coach had the system going. And I, I think that's going to be the answer going forward is you have to get, I mean, in order for this team to take the next step to allow these young guys to come in is those two guys, they are the key. They may not be the best in the top line for the Dallas Stars anymore, but they are the key for the success of the Dallas Stars moving forward because of their cap hits and because of the fact that they have not contribu- contributed like they have in the past. Yeah, and I've talked a lot about mediocrity, and dead cap like that is something that will keep you in mediocre even when you have amazing rookies like we did this year. Um, So I totally agree. If you want to move from mediocre bubble team to – real solid contender those guys are gonna have to they're gonna have to play or we're gonna have to get rid of them and blow something up so and and honestly for me i'm i'm quite i'm quite on the positive side with sagan honestly he he played a lot better in the second half of the season i felt like if he played that way through the whole season he probably makes it to 30 goals pretty easily i mean i i feel i feel like sagan's gonna play good my question really is going to be for ben like is is ben just is he just too old now it, can he can he just not get there it's i mean no one could say they're too old now i mean look at pavelski <laughs> well i mean and look at bergeron look at marshawn look at insert name here ovechkin crosby i mean i know that some of these guys are you know, higher level players and more elite players than the guys we're talking about, but the, we still need them to be able to to produce like we need them to. And moving forward, those are your guys that really need to be the top guys. They need to be top guys again, and we need to have two scoring lines, which is what we didn't have this season. And and that's, I really think that's the difference in the series. I, I really do. Is that when we just didn't have enough depth. And when players went out, we just didn't have the guys to step up to, to score goals for us. I mean, Rope hence 40 goal or well, 30 something goals, whatever it was. He was close to 40. Huge part of our offense, gone like that. And then we're gonna replace him with Gary Onoff. So I mean, there's a lot of interesting questions uh, that we have going on. And I mean, there's a, a, a lot of things are popping up now, now that the uh, season is over for the stars. And I really but, wish that it wasn't, but unfortunately it ends tonight. And unfortunately there's a lot of time to ponder them. So, <laughs> so I think we're going to call it here tonight. You guys, I know it's a little earlier than normal, but Chris is still in Farmersville and he needs to drive home to see stat tonight. So, yeah, so good luck for Chris. Yeah, just closing out. Just thanks for everybody so much for watching. 
I mean, all season long, this season was one of the most frustrating <laughs> that the stars have had in recent memory. Uh, but it, it, you can't say it wasn't exciting. It was <laughs> so exciting every step of the way. Seeing a new generation of players, like for me, I, I had known nothing other than Ben and Sagan for forever. <laughs> that was that was my hockey experience was Ben and Sagan, and just to watch new players and w- watch the core of the team change was awesome throughout the season. We'll get back to your regularly scheduled once a week off season content shortly. Yeah, there you go. Don't don't know exactly. We, we, we might take a little break. We'll see. We, or we might just get suckered in too much to the playoffs. <laughs> we'll find out. But thanks so much for watching, guys. It's so much fun. Y'all make it so we can do this for free pretty much, and we get to spew our thoughts into the internet and make cool graphics and make and it And people all, actually listen. <laughs> make it all official and stuff. And it, no matter how small it is, it, it, it's still super cool to do it for you guys. James, you got anything for us tonight? Any final thoughts before we close out the 2022 season? Uh, my bracket is shot. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, if you want There's to go a, look at it, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was actually already thinking about that. I was just yeah, like, both we could of do our brackets are garbage. We could do our now. first podcast. <laughs> if we could do our first podcast, maybe in a couple days, and talk about how badly our brackets went because mine. I, I'd really rather not. <laughs> yeah, I need a break. Oh man, <laughs> well. We will have some off-season content for you guys. Uh, I'm going to be full in on this. Uh, I suggest we all find a team to root for. Carolina. Um, I think Carolina is probably going to be my team. Screw the Flames. No offense to the Flames. We're just mad right now because we lost to them. But uh, I'm picking (laughs) picking Carolina to go all the way. And we'll we'll see where we go from there. And, uh, yeah. We got a lot of things to talk about for this offseason, you guys. Yeah. But we will have some offseason content for y'all. So, anyways, that's going to do it for us here tonight. Unfortunately, the Stars lose three to two in overtime to the Calgary Flames. Great series, a fun series. Otter stands on his head while levitating, somehow does it amazingly, and still loses the series. And with that, we're going to do our quick little. Uh, Quick little stuff and get out of here. Please go and check out StarCasterCamarkShop.com for the phase one of all of our merch options. We'd really appreciate if you guys would go out and support us there. That's the best way that you can support us and what we do here on the Hockey Podcast Network. We appreciate you guys listening this whole season. And along with Chris, along with James, my name is Ryan. We will catch you guys on the flip side, and we'll be back with you guys very, very soon. Is it October yet? <laughs>